0: hey everyone welcome to another episode of career retrospectives right here on the Superview show I am joined by my two good men Kyle and Mike what's going on guys
1: hey ready to get this rolling yeah Yeah. get the the stone on the right
2: foot no hold on I use the wrong never mind I'll figure one out later you know yeah
0: whatever we'll figure it out I mean well Well, whatever, man. Just, you, <laughs> whatever, man. Just whatever. Dr- smoking weed, whatever, man. Um, yeah, man.
2: Get stoned.
0: Yeah, don't get stoned, yeah, man. man. So, for those of you who, has the title of this video or podcast or whatever the hell you're streaming on, whatever, tonight's show is part three and our final part of what albums we think are a 10 out of 10. And what are, I don't know what your fingers are doing there. <laughs> but, like, but like what what we think is a 10 out of 10 and what our fellow friends and partners in crime here think is a 10 out of 10 as well. Um but yeah, so as this is my pick, it's the last one we're going to do. Uh my pick was The Rolling Stones Sticky Fingers from 1971. This might be a weird pick for some people, but I just for me personally, I've always been a huge huge rolling stones fan um i i it's just how i was raised i was exposed to them at a very like very young age one of the very first songs i heard was satisfaction um you know and my life went from there and i really fell in love with the band at, such, at a very 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 young age um then I, I, I up until when i was like a 2016 2015 ish i was in high school and i was going through like a a little bit before that, I was going, by my freshman year of high school, I was actually going through Rolling Stones phase. I was like, I need to see these guys. And I, I mean, at one point, I have to see them live. I'm such a big fan. And then this is one of the first albums I ever listened to by them. Um, and to me, it just stood out. And I mean, there are some really great songs on here, like as far as like just uh, general like hits that I mean, there was a number one hit single on here with Brown Sugar. But I mean, outside of that, there are some pretty good deep cuts as well. I mean, to me it is to me it is their quintessential 70s album because with the rolling stones for me based on what i know you gotta go go gotta, gotta go by them by decades so the 60s was one time period for them the 70s another 80s etc but to me this is their 1970s masterpiece even more than exile on the Mainstream. even more than uh some girls which are like miss you and uh beast of burden shattered uh the, to me this is their peak stones at their absolute best in 1971 and, and the album has been turned 50 in 2021 so I'm a, I'm a big big fan of this album personally. that's where i was coming into it i'm but i'm very curious as i always will be to see where mike and kyle come into this mike i'm gonna jump over to you now sticky fingers by the rolling stones were, we, right. <laughs> were you familiar what do you got
2: um you know it's fun uh it's weird with the rolling Stones. i'm very uh familiar with a lot of their older material. Um and I really I knew of their 70s stuff. I had heard the songs. And um frankly, like it really wasn't my personal favorite uh sound from the band. Um you know I mean I, I feel like we need to get a censorship bar over the the mushroom cap there. I just it's hard to look at that. Oh, you know <laughs> for our sensitive viewers there, you know, like I feel like we need to have some kind of like I don't know uh, luring. We'll, we'll work on it in post production. But anyway, uh you know like yeah like i've never loved the stones um mm-hmm. personally their logo like i see so many people wearing their shirts that you know just bought it in a hot topic or some yeah. store like a kmart and just like don't even know the mu- they like the attitude and that's something that you know uh the stones are. <laughs> <laughs> there, you <go. laughs> there you go thank you kyle For those you're listening it. to us Welcome. i'm sorry
0: you, yes. you just bear
2: with us everyone yes yes if you see random things popping on the screen it's for you we did it for you it's for you um, it's good. not for us you know yeah these eyes are an artist's eyes they take the punishment that uh, is put in front of them but you we need to work on you know like screening stuff out so we um, blocking
0: the bulge in the pants
2: for those yes of no cover. one wants to see it no yeah, and, sorry you know,
0: jagger no one wants to see your little peepee there yeah you know
2: jagger I mean. get out of here with that <laughs> And, you know, you know, just overall, like, um, there's a, a a couple elements that I just, I prefer from their original days to the, the 70s days, I guess, you know, the era, I'm not even sure too much about their 80s. I know their songs, I just don't know where, what era they fall in, which is mm. a positive thing, because that means that their sound kind of fluctuates and can be yeah. interpreted in many different eras. And, you know, it's kind of like, they're definitely I mean, my rating and my reflection on this album are not have nothing to do with influence they have nothing to do with uh what they brought to the music genre they mostly it's all just personal opinion so um you know i didn't factor in like a legacy or uh history or anything like that it's just merely hearing it and reacting to it so yeah so i mean just to give you a quick my understanding of the band and uh um you know my take on this era definitely not my favorite era but i went into it definitely with uh open mind and you know like i kind of really want to listen to some of their newer material and just kind of get a gauge for you know where they came from and where they are today and you know yeah i'm actually more interested to do that you know coming up here soon you know with some reviews and stuff so yeah definitely interesting
0: I've waited to hear this new this man's information for a week but Kyle.
1: Hey man. He's either going to hate it or love it.
0: <laughs> no no, I'm just kidding. I have no idea. What do you got? I won't
1: give that away yet. <laughs> um No, I've never been a big fan of the Rolling Stones. I think both of you know that. Um Yeah. Definitely not their 70s material moving forward. I'm going to be honest, the stuff that I do like from them has always been their original you know 1960s output you know it just brings that attitude more than anything post 60s really brings from them not mm. to say that this album didn't have that and i'll get to it but for me you know respect the hell out of the band mick jagger keith richards two of the biggest icons in the genre Und- like you know undoubtable undeniable complete respect to them But yeah, kind of like Mike said, my rating for this one is going to be just purely based on the songs and based on the album itself. I'm not taking into consideration my respect for the band, anything like that, Mm -hmm. any of their legacy. I'm not giving out like bonus points for what the album did for the genre, you know, things like that. That's all going to be completely out of it. Um, You know, some really good songs on here, some big songs, and then uh, some that I'm just if on, um, to say the least, but I'll get into that when we get into the track list, but yeah, no, um, for me, the Rolling Stones, excellent group. I uh, respect their uh, contribution to music. Just for me personally, it's not a band I go back to really ever outside of a few select songs here and there. And, uh, this didn't really add much, if anything to that list
0: all righty cool 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 here we go so if here we go we're going to jump over to the wikipedia page now and i want to just, i want to go over to the track listing for a second as well so we can just talk about this for a second If I can find the damn thing where there it is <laughs> <laughs> if, if you're listening to us we already blocked out the bulge and jaggers pants forgive us <laughs> So, uh yeah. just saying but um uh i'll read off the track listing uh brown sugar sway wild horses uh, can't you hear me knocking you gotta move which was a cover we'll get to that in a second uh, bitch I got the blues sister morphine uh, dead flowers and moonlight mile um, I will go first if that's okay yeah take,
2: take it her away. away all right cool hey I so could... <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: there's no bulge on the screen everyone there's no bulge
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's, it's just old screen.
0: It's just a bulge um no um so some of these uh, one of these songs is in my top 25 favorite songs of all time
2: mm.
0: and and that sounds that might sound strange to some people that might sound like really but when, when i say what it is but wild horses for me and mm. this i i know it's like a it, forever whatever reason i always loved because to me this was when the stones started to this song in particular this is when the Stones started to show. Hey, we 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 can do play with fire in the '60s, but we'll do wild horses in the '70s, and then in the '80s and '90s they did other acoustic numbers as well, like other slower, ballady type of songs. It's always been a favorite of mine. Um, it I I they are like that that one song alone just has me like it, the imagery in it, the lyric writing uh, always gets me. I guess it takes me back, to like oh, it brings. The opening guitar like that open g chord just has me like i'm in it i'm e- i've entered the songs like world if you will i don't know if that makes any sense but i'm sure like it's for those of you out there listening yeah you, you know what i'm talking about but it's like i enter that world and i'm like i'm there so aside but aside from wild but let say from wild fingers <laughs> aside from wild horses um being in my top 25 favorite songs of all time um i would say the standouts to me are i'll just I mean, to me, this is a ten, a, a 10 out of 10, album, of course, but like the songs that stand out to me the most though are are brown sugar. Uh, uh, Can't you hear me knocking? It's just, it, there's something about like the last, the first two minutes of the song, I'm like all right, it's this one, you think, oh, it's one type of song. And that's a quick change up to like something for the last five or so minutes of the song. And I just love that outro. It's like the way the, the bluesy guitar back and forth between the two of them. And I love that so much. Um, uh bitch is just a dr- a driver of an anthem for me it's a, it's a it's just it's got that like that bluesy rock vibe but it's also you hear it a lot on classic rock radio you're like oh my god and like it, it, it it's it's <laughs> you know what i mean um <laughs> it's bitching. it's it's bitchin', exactly <laughs> um and i gotta say actually it's funny dave grill of the foo fighters actually performed that song with them back in 2015 or so i believe if i'm not wow. mistaken so he was, and and they brought out, they brought out tons of guests over the years, but that's just a big one for me. Um, and then you get into some other like deeper cuts, if you will, on the album, like such as like, you got to move, which is a cover of Freddie McDowell, he's a blues artist. Um, Sway, I think is just, is a great Stones deep track. Personally, uh, S- uh, Sister Morphine and Dead Flowers is just, Dead Flowers is Just like, Dead Flowers to me shows that you can write a song about anything and it can come out a certain way but it, it shows how e- if if you know the chords to the song if you know the song dead flowers the chords the structure it's very easy simple stuff but it came across as an effective song and i and I, I love that and the album ends a moonlight mile um, a very you know a, a, a very a song that really i closed out an album for them that really worked for me um and i i i, I, I can go on forever but like my my, mm-hmm. my standout tracks would be brown sugar uh can't you hear me knocking bitch and actually dead dead flowers and sway those are my, aside from while i'm taking wild horses out of that discussion because it's in my top 12 tw- top 25 favorite songs of all time um but those those songs like brown sugar a uh, sway can't you hear me knocking bitch dead flowers are just classic stone songs to me that i i love a lot truthfully those are yeah. some of my favorite Stone. i go back to them not all the time but when i'm listening to the stones i'll go back to brown sugar or bitch or dead flowers a lot more than i do other albums that's what that's what made this album hold up a lot for me personally if that makes any sense uh but yeah so but those are my standout tracks and my overall opinions and whatnot of the track listing as well uh which one of you two would like to go next
1: i could take it next is that good yeah yeah, sure okay man All all right hey man here we go all right i'm gonna do kind of what mike did last time I'm just gonna take this song by song and give my ratings for each and a little bit thoughts on each of them. Brown sugar. Um, I know it's different times and all. <laughs>
0: now, yeah, that too. That too.
1: I think we all know I'm the least PC person there is. <laughs> this would never fly today let's let's all be honest about it nope Um, I don't understand what you mean Kyle can you explain uh, I could pull up the lyrics and read them uh, (laughs) if you want to get blacklisted by YouTube Um, (laughs) but no that wow this this is a song that I don't think I could listen to around people out loud like this is a song that if this came out of my car i'd be like i'm gonna lower this volume so no one hears it with the windows open (laughs) yeah
0: yeah no i hear you
1: uh just because everyone would hear this and if they don't already know the song or know when it's from or anything like that they're gonna be like what the hell is this (laughs) (laughs) kind of uncomfortable uh six out of ten The music's actually pretty decent on this one. I like the attitude that it brings. It has that classic like Stones blues rock attitude, which I like, which spoiler, that's kind of where most of this album falls really flat for me is the lack of that. Um, Then we get to Sway. Never really liked slower songs by the Stones. This Mm. one comes off very sloppy and not in like the good raw sound kind of way uh the only thing i really care for in this one is that ending guitar solo uh you know keith richards really is the thing that saves a lot of these tracks for me um not bad just not for me i wish they did more with this one five out of ten wild horses uh you know one of the songs i actually do enjoy it's one of the few songs i take away from this that um probably going to make my rotation. It's one that I already knew before going into this review. Mm -hmm. Uh, The only downside to this one for me, Mick Jagger's voice. Mm -hmm. He's really not good on slow songs like. He he doesn't have that voice to carry like a meaningful melody very well. I mean, he has that he has a good voice for doing attitude driven songs. It works for that for me when he does more sincere slow songs it doesn't really translate for me also the gang styled vocals in this really throw me off i something i don't think they've ever really done well for the most part uh it comes off sounding a bit out of tune with that said it probably has other than maybe flowers which we'll get to probably does have the best melodies on the record vocally uh can't you hear me knocking seven out of ten Really love the guitar on this. Great uh, blues riff, saxophone in it. Really cool instrumental bridge. Really awesome. Honestly, really surprised. I like this one as much as I did, It's uh, you know, being over seven minutes long, but it doesn't actually feel its length, which I enjoyed. Does have a bit of that attitude I'm looking for from the Stones. Seven out of ten. Which then brings us to the end of <laughs> side one. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that they didn't write this. They still recorded this and thought, yep, this should make the record. (laughs) I hate this song. (laughs) I hate this track. (laughs) Mm -hmm. One out of ten. Um, Oh,
2: damn. I'm
1: sorry, JT. Damn. Um, Mick Jagger just rolled in his grave. and he's stand Mick Jagger's vocals on this one. They actually annoy me. It's the most basic blues song, which I understand they didn't write it. Fine. This is coming from someone that enjoys blues uh even the guitar on this one is annoying as hell it just doesn't sound the production on it and I'm sure it was intentional just doesn't sound like it fits in with anything else on here one out of ten uh I'll,
2: I'll interject that a lot of these bands at this time were really trying to prove themselves to like a community of people who were into blues and like I'll be, let's be honest. Like I'm a comedian so I've said it like white people doing the blues was is always kind of never oh, yeah. a, a successful thing. Like um it 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 they can do it but it like especially they're from England. It's just kind it, of
1: strange. It lacks you know? the soul. Like the the yeah. whole that's what makes blues generally good is the soulful vocals over a pretty yeah. basic you know blues riff. Yeah. This didn't have any of that. This is Mick Jagger's like shallow vocals over a pretty mediocre, surprisingly, blues riff. Um, But then we get to Bitch, uh, which very welcome, uh, picks it back up uh, after a huge misstep on the record. Horn section done very well. Backing vocals are done well on this one, actually. Um, This is, again, the sound I look for in the Stones. Seven out of ten. Not perfect, but a much better song. Then we get I got the blues six out of ten for me. Vocal melodies are pretty decent here. Guitar and horn section go all together. It's a bit too one note doesn't really go to places that I'd want it to. It just kind of comes across the same like four, four minutes, kind of the same thing over and over, mm. Wish they did a little more with it. Throwing in maybe like a another bridge or little transitions here and there make it a little different. Then we get to another track that I can't I stand. It. <laughs> sister morphine to me just sounds like a bob dylan impression we all know how i feel about bob dylan we do um <laughs> i can't stand the guy's voice and it sounds like mick jagger trying to do a bob dylan impression here oof uh again the guitar is probably the only part i like about the song going all the way down to three out of ten on that one. Ooh,
0: shoot <laughs>
1: but here we go. Dead Flowers, by far the star of the record, by far, and it's not even close. Whereas Sister Morphine is very much a Bob Dylan reminiscent song. This is that, this gives that old school country vibe, mm-hmm. uh, more Johnny Cash vibes on this one. And it's a really nice change of pace on the album. Uh, very welcome best track on the album but when you get like a whole record of blues rock which i'm totally fine with but after a while it's just kind of like all right let's change it up a little bit and this did a very good job at that absolute nine out of ten here not absolutely perfect but very close
0: hmm.
1: wish they ended it here um moonlight mile <laughs> mick jaggers vocals again just yeah. aggravating on this one there's these poorly hit falsetto notes that he does specifically in the beginning i noticed it and it just really aggravates my ears um other than that it's just kind of a boring way to end the record for me mm. four out of ten um you know and all of this said again huge respect for Mick jagger um you know he's an icon respect everything he's done the dude's a great performer They've done absolutely great things. For me, the Stones really shined in the 1960s with that attitude-driven blues rock that they had going. I wish this record had more of it. And really, Mick Jagger's vocals, we all know that I'm a vocal-driven person. If I can't really connect with the vocals, it really brings tracks down, and that's a huge thing that happened on this record. But you know what? Keith Richards absolutely killed it on a majority of this. And... I want to point out that i really like the horn the incorporation like the horn sections um you know even i believe it was I think it was moonlight mile could have been dead flowers i can't remember off the top of my head they had a really nice like um string section going on uh, i thought oh, that yeah. was a cool thing to incorporate more of that would have been really cool to hear uh mm-hmm. that could have elevated it a little bit more but yeah for me that's track by track you know a couple good songs, one really good song, and then just some things I could not get into. Hmm.
0: Alrighty. Mike, 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 Mike.
1: Yo, 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 yo,
2: yo, yo. Yeah. So it's almost uh pretty similar, Kyle and I's uh uh outlook wow. on it. really I know it really is. Like it's actually kind of crazy um how in sync we are here and we're not a boy band, but I mean uh, we're
1: in, uh, oh, we could be <laughs> I mean it could be I'll be the old one but
2: anyway um
0: yeah I'll be uh, so, justin
1: timberlake yes no, i'll be yes. justin timberlake yeah I'll you know that makes sense
2: justin timber i just don't know Mary any Mary other Bamb- band
1: name band members name that'll be joey fatone there we go
2: yeah.
1: hey yes that's it um yeah yeah so i mean obviously
2: you know without echoing too much you know yeah i've never been a huge stone fans i've never been a huge gang vocal like like almost like a bunch of drunk hillbillies sitting around by like a fire pit singing a song and all kind of all singing different notes, highs and lows at the same time, like, and that's a lot of these songs here is like, it's just like very like, you know, just has like, it's like nails on a chalkboard when those vocals get uh, the gang vocals with all of them singing at the same time are just really set me uh, like just kind of take me out of it. And um, the music itself has the the time it has that perfect sound that like like just makes you think of um you know this era of time and like it definitely captures that but uh other than that it tends to uh um lean on uh it's uh, i'm blues but without having the songwriting to go along with it um you know what i mean and it just kind of like it definitely fails in that area for me so going down the line just like kyle did a brown sugar yeah just once again, the gang vocals. Um, good beat. It's got a good, it's a good dance kind of feel like a dance song that would really kind of like, um, get people moving and stuff like that. But, um, it just doesn't have any, like, it doesn't change into some interesting parts. It just kind of repeats the same thing for the whole song. I've never been that guy. There's some people who, you know, it's almost like the way a dance song is. A dance song doesn't have to change because it's getting people out there dancing. And for a lot of ways, I feel like the song was, kind of they had that objective it was just like hey let's get you know playing the stones at a, at a dance club you know and you got uh, people out there and you know uh rocking out and that's cool but it's just for me i've i'm much more of a progressive mind that i like the change ups and there's not much there so uh yeah so 6.5 for me for that one uh sway what felt lazy i think Kyle already said that it was um it was just kind of scattered uh not a fan of the vocals once again boring you know just just didn't do much for me this was kind of just yeah like not a horrible song but it just it just yeah it was there and it just kind of didn't really uh bring anything to the table that I that I kind of was hoping for so uh six out of ten um on that one wild horses wild horses had a a opportunity to be like I liked the the vibe of it um it has a very cool kind of like um relaxing kind of uh you know element to it um the same kind of vocal problems once again I'm not a huge fan of those um it doesn't ever move into any more interesting parts like I you know what I, it's funny when I listen to these um songs I start listening to another song that where the songwriting kind of goes off and into different directions and i think to myself like i'm not crazy there must be there's there's certain types of people that like certain types of music uh and it's okay like i'm all for people who like a song that doesn't really change up it just kind of does what it shows you in the beginning cool like but i've never been that guy i've never been a guy who likes the same thing played um you know throughout the whole song and then the change-ups are so little that they just don't really bring anything to it so yeah um uh can't you hear me knocking this actually kind of grow it kind of grew on me Um uh, I know this song I've heard it on on the radio before and I never knew who it was and I just you know it was it, it was one of those songs where you like repeat it when you're talking to somebody like when the door is knocking and you're like hey can't you hear me knocking and you you know what I mean like and you go haha <laughs> yeah that song and like you don't really love the song it's just memorable because when you repeat something over and over again but I'll be honest with you this is one of the few songs of the entire album that those gang vocals where it's like kind of like ah, ah you know the, the voices are high and the and low actually work for this song and it actually when I was uh going throughout my day at work I could hear the one part um what does he say kind of thing? ain't no stranger or something like that you oh yeah in. yeah Th- that part is actually really cool sounding. it almost kind of reminds me of like um the grateful dead for some reason mm. uh and um yeah like though that's actually one of the few times that i can enjoy those kinds of gang vocals like uh and you know it's not a terrible song but i'd like the part where it breaks into that part where they keep repeating that ain't no strange uh you know like that part i was actually pretty cool so um yeah seven out of ten for me on that one definitely was improving at that point um and then uh, wait mike
1: real quick what would you give wild horses i mean wild horses number on
2: six point five sorry okay yeah yeah um i'm doing out of ten today i feel like i want to start from now on doing out of ten i just prefer <laughs>
1: doing out of
2: ten so i it just, it just, just, I i prefer that because it just the way my brain works i don't know yeah um gonna... yeah so then uh of course we come to a song which you know personally i feel like once again it's more of a like the time period you had a lot of bands hey let's just play a blues song and put our own spin on it i mean ozzy's done ozzy did it on his last album remember where you have like the end of the album it was just like that blue song that he was doing or you remember that or was yep. it, was it-
1: and it was the worst thing on that record too yeah
2: right right uh jt do you remember that
0: i remember it now yeah it took me a second okay yeah
2: right yeah like and i a lot of these guys it's almost like waving a flag like this is where i came from this is this is the base of my sound like and i'm going to show you how, how dedicated i am to the to the genre and the roots of blues and in my sound that i'm going to perform this is kind of like a it's to get cred from like people who are into blues and i have no problem with that but unfortunately for me it's nails on a chalkboard it's just uh it's a lot of like look at me um this is gonna have more of an impact uh in its delivery than it is of the actual substance like um it makes us look cool to like have this real crude sound where you almost hear like a bass drum in the background of someone like everything's so crude sounding because it's like, like guys sitting around it almost feels like i'm at a field hauler For a second there you know what i mean like uh you know what i mean like it's just definitely (laughs) we're not gonna get monetized (laughs) after that kind of no but it really does feel like (laughs) some some type of you know like a field horror i'm just like what is going on in here like it it definitely feels very pretentious um and unfortunately for me yeah it was just a horrible song so four out of ten for that one sorry but but anyway (laughs) moving on uh and i i'd have to say if this song changed up more often, this would have been the song of the album. Bitch was my favorite song on the album. Like, it could have been so much better if it just it just kind of did that riff. And you're like, cool, that riff's awesome. But the problem with that riff is you can't just say, hey, here's a riff, and it's going to be the entire song you need to have like that riff go off and it, they do kind of do a little bit of a horn section here and and it just kind of does something but like the problem with that is it's like from that riff there's nothing else interesting it de- kind of evolves into it just kind of continues to play that on and it feels like a dance song again the way you, in dance music you just play that catchy part and then you kind of you go with it and th- that in a lot of ways maybe the, the stones were kind of playing to a crowd you know a 70s kind of like uh rock club dancing kind of atmosphere and like that to me hurts it i love the riff i just wish they brought more to it so 7.5 on that one um yeah it was like you know it's almost up there in the eight if that song had i once again i started writing rewriting the song in my head you know, I started with that riff and then I started coming up with riffs that I could, lo- I would love to hear go continue on and then maybe even return to that main riff, but do some stuff over top of it, maybe some solos, which they kind of did. But like I started to rewrite the song. Away. And when I do that, that means the song has potential. It just, you know, it's like baking a cake and all the ingredients are there, but you just don't mix them. You just kind of just like hey here's this part and here's this part but that you don't blend them together into a song it just you show them you showcase like the the main ingredient but it doesn't get ever get made into the whole song so yeah uh i got the blues yeah this was okay um you know it was a cool laid back kind of slow pace. yeah like it was just it was it it was relaxing it was nothing special um it wasn't memorable to me uh It was just kind of there, not a bad song. It's just I've never been a blues guy. The only way I've been a blues guy is if it's blended very uh, accurately and just kind of um, like the the doors. You know, taking blues but doing it in such a way that it just doesn't feel like they're selling out to that one sound. They bring in some other elements and some other elements and kind of mix it together in a great kind of... uh, um, uh just perfect kind of uh, equation whereas like this one just feels like heavy on the blues has never been a thing for me so six out of ten for that um and then we kind of down to uh sister morphine okay this song has a great name has great ideas in it like lyrically and kind of just but it just it just really fails to execute the um the kind of like vision of the song and the lyrics and like uh it just feels uninteresting and uh it just once again the the vocals are just kind of off uh it has such potential and it just uh it feels very kind of like out of place uh for what um the rest of the album is doing so um definitely did not enjoy that song four out of ten on that one um yeah and then dead flowers i felt really countrified on this song i really did like yeah I, the the freaking like slide guitar in the background and some of the the stuff that was going on i was like this would be, be a, a a a hit with some of those blues country kind of like um people and like not a bad song uh it had moments that i really enjoyed but like i was just like man i'm not liking the country sound on this it's just not doing anything for me. And, uh, you know, uh, like I like slide guitar and and certain aspects of that, but you have to use it right. It just I felt it felt hokey and kind of cheesy. So but 6.5, not not a bad, horrible rating, but not uh, something I really superly enjoyed. Um, and then uh, Moonlight Mile. This is a weird vocally weird song. Um, it just kind of feels scattered and messy, um, you know, and it just yeah it's just forgettable you know to be honest this is how you end the album it's like man like uh definitely something at the bottom of a record i probably would have stopped listening to like those last two songs i probably wouldn't even got there i probably would have you know hit the middle and then just like uh you know once i heard them i would have never returned to that so a five out of ten for that um yeah just overall it's it captures the sound of the time it's got some uh cool things that it does but it never ever takes its ingredients and ever bakes the cake it never like finishes the project it just like shows you what it's got and it never kind of says okay now i'm gonna put these all together and create a product that uh uses the elements but doesn't just okay like it's like yeah this these are the things that i have but i'm never going to put them all together and uh and create something that uh doesn't overuse one or the other. So it's like you know, like, yeah, I hear that riff, well, just don't play that riff, do something else with it. no, okay, cool. I hear that cool kind of sound and the and the strumming of the guitar and the cool vibe, but are you gonna take this and you are gonna uh, do something else with it? no, it it kind of it kind of does what it uh you know, it does one thing and it just doesn't do the many other things you expect. so um, yeah uh overall uh once again it doesn't have it reflect on how iconic they are their legacy or anything like that it's just uh feels like an incomplete uh attempt at you know blues and rock <laughs> sorry jt i'm sorry
0: no no i'm hey, I'm, I'm i'm laughing everyone
1: oh mark, mark the occasion here because mike as you're going to your scores i was recording them here uh-huh. other than two songs we were within a range of one point on every yes. song, with the exception of two
0: you know what I'll yeah. take that because at least you guys can agree on something for once
2: <laughs> yes 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 yes, yes. Black those out. The block truck. them out
1: I'm yes. saving the monetization for this video JT
2: yes dude <laughs> No mushroom caps are gonna be on this video, all right? <laughs> you know what I'm
1: saying? Like, yeah. This part uh, of the no show. Matter, part... No matter how culturally significant. Yes, we're not vegans and we're not over here kind of like screw you know. veganism.
2: No it, vegan. <laughs> Look, we have two vegan viewers. Relax with the screw vegans. <laughs> right? have two vegans. <laughs> vegan viewers. Two vegan viewers. Yeah,
1: that's right. We don't need them.
2: <laughs>
0: Damn yeah, right. So... Damn skippy, y'all. <laughs> that's it so anyways but we know that anyways let's jump over to our rating for a second here before we wrap up and demonetize ourselves by showing even more of the crowd oh god oh god i'm wheezing god all right anyways uh, for the for me personally as i mentioned before, this was i said this from the get-go the stones have been one of those bands for me that always have been a, a big i've been a big fan of i've always i've always enjoyed the music to me this was their this to me, in my eyes, this was there. Uh, th- this was a perfect album for me, I, I, but obviously, you heard different things tonight. But I'm curious to see what your actual numbers are. So yeah. let's let's turn over to Mike for a sec. Mike, out th- of what's your rating for this album?
2: Uh, um, so, just said, yeah. So, I mean, like adding them all together, it would come out to a certain point, but I like okay, so I do deduct points for uh, as an album like i feel like the first half is very strong and then the second half is almost like it's just like i wouldn't even have like gone that far if i had it so that kind of hurts it as an album and so you know like that's unfortunate because like the first i mean those first five songs they're all they all have a very specific sound to them and everything else below that besides a bitch is like you know very forgettable so it's like you know, move bitch up to the first one and then you could cut the rest off. So that kind of hurts it as an album. So uh, it's like me, move the five. bitch up. <laughs> <laughs> move that bitch up. Get him up there. Yeah. So I'm going five out of 10, 2.5 out of five. Uh, you know, I would have gone six. um But as an album, it definitely feels like uh a lot more effort in the beginning. And even if it's not effort, I love it. feels much more like um, it has a, uh, a fast song. Brown Sugar kind of slows down for sway and wild horses. Can't you hear me knocking? He picks it up a little bit, um, you know, and then you know, obviously, you got to move, could move out of that album, and bits could move up, cut it right there. One through five, done. Print it, cut the rest out, uh, call it an EP, and we'll say, uh, you know, whatever. So, um, yeah, so five out of ten. So, I'll I'll say five out of ten because five is the five points that you're getting and if you just had five more songs you had five more points <laughs> so you know we'll call it a point a song uh incomplete you know uh you oh know i'll God. move bitch up and yeah that's that's about it five out of ten for me and it's kyle the villain
1: i would have been if you didn't deduct that point uh, yeah <laughs> so me and mike do our ratings slightly differently uh, yeah. i don't deduct points or add points for you know legacy album What you know whatever yeah i just average out all my scores for the songs and that's how i get the rating for the records yeah so with that said i got a 5.5 5 out of 10 here um so mike sounds like your average out scores were actually higher than mine so in that in that aspect <laughs> i'm the villain i guess but if you're deducting <laughs> He's the, the album point then yeah it's right and it like I, I
2: won't deduct or add points based on legacy or like for example like oh did you know that this song is the highest this album is the highest selling album of the time or like or oh did you know that this album influenced this or like did you know that like i won't add points uh, or deduct points because of that uh i will deduct points as an album of songs if there's no theme followed if like the songs are too long they're too short i will be like okay i did the total album of seven out of 10, but because it was too long and these songs were far at the bottom and they just didn't seem like they flowed with it, but they're good songs. They just don't belong on this album. They belong on a different album. I'll give points based on that. So it's like, like, it'll never be legacy. It'll never be like uh, anything like um, what was happening at the time. It'll always be like how it fits in an album. And this is unfortunately one of those albums where it's like, has a big, like a good beginning. And then it just, completely non-existent and so like i had to deduct for that just because it just as an album it you know hurts the the full like if i would ever listen to this album again i wouldn't
1: just pick the songs i wouldn't just listen to the whole album you know Uh, yeah i would completely agree with that on my end it's probably if any of the ones i come back to when you come back to about four songs yeah on it and i won't listen to the whole album i'll probably just pick them out or just throw all the all the stone songs I like and do a playlist and hit shuffle with them on it. Um <laughs> there's you know not too many of them again most of them are from the 60s. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was hoping for more of that from this one but it just kind of didn't hit those highs of you know like satisfaction and like get mm. off my cloud, you know, things like that. Yeah. That's yeah. the stuff I really like from them and uh really lacking on that kind of lack that attitude. Like that's one thing I really like about Mick Jagger like other than He's like, as a performer, the the man is incredible. Um, yeah, you know, he brings that attitude and like passion and that Mick Jagger swagger to <laughs> everything. <laughs> out. But, Jagger know, swagger. I I didn't really get that from most of the songs on this album. And I was kind of surprised. uh, There were it, it shined through a couple times, but other than that, like I didn't get that that same feeling that I get listening to the other stuff, the earlier stuff.
0: Yeah, and it's funny because I mean, I just you guys were, I mean, I actually, I'm going to be brutally honest with both of you. I thought you both were going to give it like a two. <laughs> oh,
2: wow. wow. I wasn't, I,
0: I, my, my expectations were lower and you exceeded my expectations. I don't
2: give I, ratings I, to that unless it's literally like I told you, like I can show you twos. Like, uh, although Kyle did give that song a one, it's still a song to me as much as as annoying. It is. It's like, right, like, right. it's still kind of like you know has a melody it has a beginning it has an end it it That's has it, interest- <laughs> well you know it's sloppy and you know it's a it's kind of like it, I, I understand where it comes from and what time period it comes from so it's like okay this is something that someone wrote from this time period uh that like categorizes what people were doing when listening to music and sitting around like i could picture people sitting around going uh uh, 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 you know what i mean and like i think to myself like that's what they did then you know what i'm trying to say like i always and this is kind of going back to our discussion about uh do people is uh, Are people using like electronics in music? Is it hurting or helping the industry, like running something from a laptop and having this whole um, production with lots of orchestra that doesn't exist and um, sound effects and this and that? Like, don't get me wrong, that stuff is cool. But my true heart lies in uh, an impromptu performance where you can get a guitar and go get a crowd of people at a house party and say, I need nothing to create this music besides this guitar and my voice I don't need a microphone I don't need nothing I don't I like and that's cool like that to me is where where the heart of music lies outside of that lives uh creativity which is nice people creating music that has crazy kinds of orchestras and uh sound effects and all kinds of layering and things that add to the song but like what you hear on that song you got to move is the true essence of like music without any Boundaries and borders and just any kind of things. It's just like, it's just in your face. Oh my God, what is happening here? <laughs> Kyle. Kyle, did you do that? No. <laughs> he's like dead wild. Yeah, that, that's awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh he's over here reading the song. But like you gotta, you gotta appreciate that kind of raw, kind of like uh demonstration of like people sitting around kind of like what blues you know kind of started out as um so in that you know i can show you a two out of ten like it's literally the sound of water dripping and someone humming with like a drum beat in the background <laughs> you know what i mean like something they play in chipotle but um you I know like chipotle. yeah like yeah yeah it doesn't help my digestion when i'm listening to some real crap freaking someone uh rubbing their fingers against like a one of those washboards and going <laughs> and i'm like the hell am i listening to i'm listening to, you know it's just like i don't want to hear this like yeah and I have like oh a techno be in the background like, <laughs> <laughs> <I was> like <laughs> it's,
0: it's just like what is
2: going on with this crap like it's so edgy man yeah <sighs> like i
0: want Chipotle you
2: know, now thanks yeah they yeah you want e coli too because they or <laughs> salmonella because because they uh they've had several outbreaks of uh salmonella so i don't i'm all. going no
0: matter what i'm going for the golf,
2: going, going i came for the food left for the salmonella you know yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so there's oh my spiel. spiel ended sorry i got off all
0: right day. sorry but uh, anyways
2: um any other thoughts on sticky Trigger. and one more, thing now I'm just getting good Oh my god,
0: it's <laughs> <laughs> mm. like you just
2: see Kyle die and his spirit leave. Like, Kyle, what's yeah. going on? <laughs> Nick
0: Jagger, I'm coming for you.
1: Yes, the stream yeah, froze dude. for me for a sec, but we're back now. Okay,
0: yes, yes. All righty. Well, listen, I mean, for me, this is a perfect time, but you heard what their ratings were a fi- was it 5.5 out of 10 for Kyle, correct? Yep. yep. And Mike gave it a five out of five. Is that correct? Five, yeah. Five dollar foot long was that what that was?
2: No, five dollar foot long, yep.
0: Yeah. So all right. but anyways, yeah. That's gonna that's gonna do for us, ladies, Jen's children of all ages, or Mick Jagger's ah. offspring, whatever you want to call this. <laughs> um. Thanks so much for watching and listening. However you enjoyed us tonight, uh, we want to thank uh, I want to thank Kyle and Mike for and for bringing up this. It was Mike's idea to do this, right? The whole, yep. Um th- Mike thank you for giving us a great experiment for how to do
2: this. Kyle's got the trophy with AFI's crash yes, love. Let's go. Congratulations
0: yes. Kyle. So when we do a,
2: when we do our next installment of 10s, we can yeah. we try to steal the trophy from Kyle and see if we could get a real uh banger out there that everybody agrees on and then we'll just hand that trophy over to the
1: next uh Oh, Next I
2: got
1: one? it. There we go. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't Jake, get you won't try to take this trophy.
2: Uh we don't believe uh, in participation okay. trophies around here, okay? <laughs> we're not about that. Okay. Not everyone wins. I have Kyle a question. Wins, okay? I have a question.
0: question. Okay. Anyways, we're, uh, we're gonna we're gonna go berserk in about a second. But then we want to thank you all for watching, listening Have you enjoyed so us? don't forget to follow us. On our social media accounts, simply at The Superview Show. And a like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Simply at The Superview Show. And hit the subscribe button and don't forget to hit the bell for notifications as well. I want to thank you all for watching, listening. However, you enjoyed us, stay safe,
2: take care, and rock on.